from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Scott Day on Twitter. How does Ken LaVica get airtime over Barton Hahn? Little League versus Big League. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott Day. Sounds like he's having a bad... <laughs> Day. Ah, Scotty. Dope. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Ken Dorsey, the former Miami Hurricanes great. There are multiple reports that he is about to take over the offensive coordinator job wow. with Buffalo. And it was vacated by Brian Dable, who is now the head coach of the New York Giants. Ken Dorsey, like Ken Levicka, Theo Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. I tell you what. Right there. Mm. You're on to something. That's, that's, that's why he's successful. Yeah. How about that, Scott? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scott. yeah that's Scott. How yeah. you feeling at yeah. home yeah. right yeah. now, Scott? Answer that, Scott. <laughs> Ken Levicka live, and uh, we're doing things for people. We are giving away things to try and get your weekend kicked off right, and doing so... At the Palm Beach Kennel Club, PBKC. That's where Friday it's Jackie Flynn and Kevin Flynn performing this Friday at 8 p.m. at the Paddock Room at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Jackie Flynn, a comics comic. That's what they call him in the business. A unique brand of sarcasm, observational humor. It puts him in a class all his own. He is legit. Kevin Flynn, what an accomplished writer, an actor, a producer, a comedian. He has done it all. He's been in a ton of movies, including The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller. He's one of the Sex in the City's most popular boyfriends as well. So these two, Jackie Flynn, Kevin Flynn, you don't want to miss this. Friday, 8 p.m., Panic Room, PBKC. We're going to give away a pair of tickets right now to go see him. Bring your spouse, bring your kids, have some fun. Get out of the house, do something, and see some comedy at PBKC with Jackie Flynn and Kevin Flynn. Third caller right now, 888-760-3776. Third caller right now, PBKC. We'll see Jackie Flynn and Kevin Flynn, a pair of tickets for PBKC Paddock Room on Friday night, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. To purchase tickets, visit pbkennelclub.com. That's pbkennelclub.com. Now that Brady is out the door, Theo, what do we what do we make of the new face of the NFL? I mean, Brady, he had the hair, he had the looks. He had the dimples, he had the high cheekbones, he had the model wife. I mean, he has spent the last 15 years, maybe even more, as the face of the NFL. And now he's gone. Yeah. Does that automatically slot in Patrick Mahomes as the face of the league? Or is Joe Burrow quickly gaining on Patrick Mahomes? Aaron Rodgers, I think that ship may have sailed with the season that that he had off the field. I mean, Tom Brady... For as divisive as he could be, just because he played for the Patriots mainly, he never reached the levels of what Aaron Rodgers did in self-destruction mode this season in press conferences and with Dr. Joe Rogan. So I, I think it's Mahomes, but I'm not a thousand percent sure about that. It is it, it is Mahomes. It's like the fact on Mahomes, but I think the NBA, the NFL is in a similar position that the NBA is in, whereas LeBron James is still technically the face of the league. Yeah. 
And it, when he immediately departs, it's not going to be Giannis or Jokic or Embiid immediately. It's going to have to take some time. They've got to win a couple championships. So it's not going to be a direct passing of the baton. It would have helped if Mahomes would have won the Super Bowl this year. Then it's easy to say yes. But the fact that he now back-to-back years didn't win it, it's hard to just give it to Mahomes right now. It, it is. You're right. And I think that the the national NFL fan base is ready to embrace uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. As their own. They want him. But even they if he wins him. the Super Bowl. He's not at Mahomes level yet. It's not yet. He has to do a little more to be the face. Because it's it just takes more time. Yeah. Kind of like with Pat Mahomes. When he won his first one, it was like, oh, he could be great. But let's see. Hey, man, who is the face? I mean, maybe it is Aaron Rodgers because of longevity. It's not Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I'm just I'm I'm taking too much into his his off the field exploits it, this season. It's not Aaron Rodgers because also there's not a public lot like people don't really like Aaron Rodgers for one, and he didn't win enough. So like, when's the, he won a Super Bowl last decade or the decade before last? He's just really. been around for so long. He's he's still the the household name that's left now. He's the one who dueled with Brady. I think so. The way to judge it really is like. How many first take topics do you get? <laughs> Brady gets his like Brady farts <laughs> yeah. and it's a first take topic. Yeah. So asparagus or dairy? <laughs> yeah, like so for I guess for what is it? You know, Patrick Mahomes or or Rogers, who do you think would be most likely to be the topic on first take? And I think it would be Mahomes. Unless it was bashing Rogers at this point, you know? Man, yeah. I yeah. don't know though. I, I do like I like Theo's theory. How do you know when you have the face of the league? It's based it's based on how many topics they get on first take. Yeah, You're taking a lot of stock into Stephen A. Go to that producer room, whatever they got set up for at ESPN in Bristol for first take, and you sit in on those meetings. And that's how you and know. You know, because they're going to be scrolling on Like, we want to talk about the Lakers, yeah. the Knicks, LeBron James, or Tom Brady. Stone, we have a we have a task for you. By next Monday, you need to track every segment <laughs> on first take. And when Theo and I sit down Monday, that's how we're going to determine the face of the league, okay? On it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, when we return... Uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Are we good? Are we going to go to him right now? Let's go to him right now. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. He is our sports law insider and our sports agent insider as well. And I think, Theo, with Pat, because we're coming up on the Senior Bowl, we're coming up on the Combine, this is a good time to talk about that because he had Tyron Matthew as a client. He had Patrick Peterson as a client. Uh, Tyron Matthew, you remember the all of the crap swirling around him yeah. coming into the league. That was a uh, a difficult process because everything was hyper-analyzed with Tyron Matthew. Can he be a good teammate? Can he stay out of trouble? All of those things. There were a lot of roadblocks to navigate, and it really started with Senior Bowl and with Combine. Uh, and, and so Pat has a really, really strong insight into that as well. Now, uh, I don't know if you saw that they have gotten rid of the public viewing of the weigh-in at the Combine. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why so? Because uh, it's demeaning. There's Weird. no point in having people just there. Unless you're a, a, a team representative, a scout, there's no point in having media there to see you take your clothes off and stand in your underwear on a scale. Yeah. Would you be able to do that? Um, would I do it as in go stand on that scale? I could do it. Ooh, I mean, would you willingly do it, though? Would I willingly do it? I mean, they're about to get paid millions. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if, if ESPN West Palm was like, hey, Theo, uh, you know, walk into the office in, in your underwear and stand on this scale for us, I would say no. If the NFL was like, we're about to draft you and pay <laughs> you right. thousands and millions of dollars, okay. I'd be like, you know, maybe I'll get on the scale. To be honest, I'd do it. <laughs> do 
do don't it even here? hesitate. Yeah. For 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 now, not like tidy whities, but like some boxer briefs. Some boxer briefs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would do it. You know what? Because I'm not ashamed. You're a runner, though. Yeah, You're that's the shape. thing. I have. I, I'm in apex shape right now because Sunday I'm running the Miami Marathon. Oh yeah, so I'm so ready you, to go now. You want to show your body off? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you would low key pay to do it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if it wouldn't be a massive HR problem, I'd probably give it a shot. Yeah, I'd probably give it a go. We got to see if we can organize that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that would go over extremely well. Uh, we're trying to get in contact with Pat. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Let me tell you about them anyways. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, they have decades of trial experience. For all your personal injury matters, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's a car accident, a bike accident, a boating accident, anything, uh, Pat Lawler wants to get you the compensation you deserve. It is scary out there. If there's a personal injury situation, it is really, really tough to to navigate. It is problematic, and that's where Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, comes in uh, because they're going to get you a free consultation. They're going to, if you get to wanttolawyerup.com, sit down with you and make sure that they have a path for you, and they can help you. Not going to take advantage of you. They have your back. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, and I wouldn't talk about them or Pat if I hadn't known Pat for an awful long time and know that that guy is the real deal. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Lawler & Associates, personal injury trial attorneys. Um, uh, real quick, since we're talking about Brady and we've been discussing Brady, Friday Night Lights, do we have Randy Moss talking about Brady and the type of quarterback that he was? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, let's, let's hear Randy Moss because I thought this was interesting. Uh, Randy Moss, uh, who was on NFL Countdown yesterday and uh, also made several appearances on SportsCenter today, Randy Moss, given his uh, former teammate, of Tom Brady, given his breakdown of what just made Tom Brady different. Randy? Randy? No, Randy? Oh, there. You look at the quarterback position and what's required out of the quarterback, and just looking at the story behind Tom Brady, how he was drafted, him going to New England, playing behind Bledsoe, Bledsoe gets hurt, and then the rest is history from there. I just think that, you know, when I went th- when I went there in '07, you know I followed Tom's journey, you know from Michigan, um, and then you know throughout the pros, and I wanted to be able to. I had success with Cole Pepper in in in, uh, in Minnesota, and then the years that I missed that that I played with a lot of quarterbacks, and then I've always wanted to play with a quarterback uh, like Tom. So you heard the story about me sneaking in the hotel and and telling him I want to play with him, and then getting there. Then getting there with Tom uh, and just seeing his preparation, uh, his leadership, you know, how he goes about his business was just something that, I, that I've always admired just because he, 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 you, you don't really expect it out of your quarterback. And I just thought that if he's the hardest working man in the building, then the sky's the limit for, the, for your team and your organization. And then going off winning, the, you know, seven Super Bowl rings is, is just phenomenal. So it's just great to be on here uh, this morning. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, obviously, Randy Moss has been open and effusive in praise for Tom Brady, with Tom Brady for years and years and years. What would what would be, and this is not me being cynical, I'm just I'm just trying to, to pinpoint, what would be one criticism of Brady? Um, that he did have scandals in his career. Like, Deflategate and Spygate are real, and they did give the Patriots a competitive advantage. So, I would say those things, but... 
How much do you put on Belichick? Now, Deflategate's probably more on Brady. That's more on Brady. And Bill Belichick sure. sort of rolled the bus over on Tom Brady with Deflategate as well. Well, didn't Brady, like, throw his phone away or something like that? Yeah. When every, yeah. It's like Brady was definitely guilty in Deflategate. <laughs> uh, Spygate obviously was like an organizational thing, but again, both of those things did uplift him. Both of those things. Like, we talk about steroids in baseball, like, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, they were good players before those things uplifted him. I think that without the Flategate and Spygate, and who knows what else that they didn't get caught on. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he did cheat. He got caught cheating twice, which means he probably cheated five or six times, but he's still a winner. Like, we forgive him for that. For yeah, some and that's the thing. When you have seven championships, it's easy to look past some of the scandals, and uh, it, it hardly tells his story. I mean, part of me. Honestly, I feel fortunate to have seen him, and I'm hopeful now that he's gone. That's the one word I think best describes it because now we can usher in the new era of quarterbacks. But also, I'm just I'm I'm tired of him being so good and winning so much. <laughs> like that comes off as petty, and I get it. But also, it is such a relief, and it's why I was so glad to see him leave the AFC East, only have the Bills skyrocket oh, past yeah. the Dolphins, but why it'll be nice when Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC North. Like at some point, when a guy has that type of longevity and that type of dominance, inherently as a fan, you just think, finally. Yeah. Like, finally, there's a chance. He allowed so few teams over his 22-year career to actually have a chance because Tom Brady felt inevitable. Even when they were down, even when the Patriots weren't their best version of themselves, they still felt inevitable because of him. There was always that doubt because of him. And it feels refreshing that that's not there anymore. It's a good feeling. It also is like, I mean, when's the last time you sat down and watched a Tom Brady highlight tape? Like, legitimately. And got excited and aroused by the the (laughs) things that he did. Like, he wasn't overly dynamic. That's the yeah. thing about Brady. He was never dynamic. He's never had the sidearm throws like Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Where you're like, wow. Or Aaron Rodgers rolling out of the pocket and heaving a 75-yard Hail Mary. Yeah, he's he's the least dynamic all-time great that I can boring. remember. It's kind of boring, and and that's why I'm I'm excited for this new generation because, like, I mean, in a couple years, we're going to see guys doing cartwheels in the pocket and throwing touchdowns like it's way more exciting, way more exhilarating. These Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, like Lamar Jackson, who we haven't even brought up yet in this conversation because we kind of forgot about him because of the injuries, but yeah. he's still electric. Like, we have so much more to look forward to. It's nice that that generation yeah. of QBs is like. I just wonder how you best describe Tom Brady's game because you're right. He wasn't, it wasn't this electric. Highlights, the, the closest Nobody he came to highlight tapes of Tom no, Brady like that. But the closest <laughs> he came to being that quarterback was appropriately with Randy Moss, oh, the 2007 I, season, good. where Tom Brady all he had to do was stand back there and heave. I mean, they were absolutely unstoppable. It was yeah. a nightmare. I mean, the Dolphins had Jabril Wilson and Cameron Worrell down here playing the Patriots that season, go up, run into each other on a jump ball for Randy Moss. He caught for a touchdown, and they both tore their ACL <laughs> on the same play, running into each other while Randy Moss celebrated a touchdown That's over the them. That's the epitome of Yeah. <laughs> that was the epitome of not only the 2007 Patriots, but the 2007 1-15 Dolphins. Uh. I, I mean, but that was the closest season he came to where you could say, wow, that is exciting stuff. 
Because he was the master of reading progressions. He was methodical. He was methodical. That's a great word to describe it. How would you best describe Brady's game? Because, again, it's not flashy. It was never flashy. It's not Mahomes. It's not Herbert. It never stretched the field like that. It's not Allen. It's not Cam Newton. Um, It... It's uh, it's weird. It's weird. But what I, I will say about the whole Brady experience is I think football nuts and football nerds do really enjoy that stuff. Like, oh, did you see the way he checked out of that that look or that read or all that pre-snap mm-hmm. stuff he does and all of that and then the, re- the progressions? That stuff's cool. But looking forward, again, these guys are going to give us some of that and they're going to be flipping over guys into touchdowns yeah. and heaving at 80 yards. So but I'm excited. It is a different era. It's the difference of the area. Uh, Manning and Brady – were sort of similar in the way in which uh, they they didn't have the the biggest arms. Yeah, and Manning had unlimited weapons at receiver where he could throw the deep ball, but he was limited with his arm. Brady was limited with his arm, but they were. I mean, Stone's right. Methodical. He's the most methodical quarterback that's ever played. Yeah. He 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 also too. When it came to winning, when it came to finding a way, and I don't know if that's actually tangible. That's really corny football talk on my point. I mean, no, situational football is tangible, for sure. Yeah. he. They, I, I don't know anybody that was better than him. Him and Belichick really like created this, or created the standard for situational football, like, getting points before the half, you that know kind of stuff. How we feel about Patrick Mahomes, where it's like, oh, you can't give him the ball last, that really yeah. started with Brady. Yep. There was another quarterback Absolutely. before that where you just said, if he gets the ball with minimal time, uh-oh, that's a problem. And it became a reason for celebration when you actually somehow found a way to stop that. Yeah. Because I don't remember a quarterback other than that. Like, well, Marino Rogers, had comebacks. Rodgers. Yeah, did. that's true. Yeah. But Rodgers, I mean, Brady came before Rodgers. So right. Rodgers, yeah, he lives in that world. Uh, probably Joe Montana lives in that world I'll as well. about Elway. I mean, I would. Elway lives. Elway. Yeah, Elway absolutely lives in that world. Yeah, yeah. Can we, yeah, get, but can we get a tour? <laughs> can I hear a tour? You just ruined the can whole I hear thing. A tour? Can I hear a tour? He's getting there. Just wait until He's Mike getting, McDaniel. Just wait until there. Mike McDaniel takes Tua and builds him into a Pro Bowler. <laughs> then we'll see who's laughing. Well, Mac you know? Jones is a Pro Bowler, so yeah. So I think it's possible. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. If Mac Jones is a Pro Bowler then Tua can be a pro That's true. Okay? That's true. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for calling. Great stuff from Justin Simmons. If you missed any of it, the Pro Bowl Safety, Ken Levicka Live podcast. It's free wherever you get your podcast for. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.